Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurrier. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Romaran with ASH is Rowan and Emil. Stancy is not with us. Chino is not with us. They just can't be with us right now. Chino is in a different part of the world right now while Stan has other things to do, which is fine because we're all adults here. We got other things going on. But it's been a crazy weekend for wrestling since we last saw each other. How are you guys? I am terrific. <laughs> Again, Sinabi Munai was a crazy weekend for wrestling. It was also a crazy weekend for me with my other sports. So uh, yeah, everything is good. Yeah, football has been crazy because we have decided the championship games and who goes to the Super Bowl. And in a couple of weeks, we will be all tuned in for that. Rowan, what's going on with you? As for me, I enjoyed the Royal Rumble yesterday and I had a lot of fun. Uh, watch party not in, over on Discord. Ngayon, uh, I'm actually have, uh, running errands and I hope I get through it. Yeah, good thing that you mentioned the Discord watch party because let me just get into our housekeeping for now. Yesterday, we had the Royal Rumble watch party on Discord. And while Champlain, we don't do the singular stream anymore because everybody's got Disney Plus and that's where you watch it and it actually came through. Uh, we still had a watch party vibe in which we you know, talked and had fun. Maybe some of you ate, maybe some of you drank. I don't know. But it felt like a party, like a real party. And then because Disney Plus came through, I think we'll be having a real party soon enough. So stay tuned for that. We will be putting it together. Maybe we'll involve some of our friends from the Geek Talk community. So um, it's going to be a fun, fun time. I say, well, not normal. Not everything is back to normal, but at least this much can be back to normal. And you can be a part of that by joining our Patreon community, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as only $5 or around 275 pesos. You get access to our Discord community where we do that and we talk about a whole bunch of things, sports, fashion, TV shows, movies, memes, and where Emil lives even. Shepard, we also have review content. I just reviewed the pay-per-view last or yesterday. 
And we also have reviews of the TV shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, and pay-per-views of AEW and WWE and local events here in the Philippines, Care of Rowan, which will be coming back soon enough. And Tempera, we have merch. Our Pasabais have come in from WWE. You might have seen the posts on our social media. People have already gotten their Black Friday hauls. And I know it takes a while, but it is worth it because those merchandise are authentic and legit from WWE itself. So again, all of that good stuff for only $5, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Going back to the topic, what did you guys think of the uh, Disney Plus viewing experience this time around? I think you got a comment from you on the watch party uh, yesterday and you said that it's like watching a bad stream from like watch wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, from, but from last decade. Only, yeah, but that's the only way. You know, that's the only way that we can watch the pay-per-view legally. So we need to stick with that. But I love that it started on time. But um, they need to do better in terms of um, presenting the whole thing because it's super laggy and it's not even 1080p, which that's not with the network like the network feed is so good but this one improvements um, need bang improvements yeah Rowan well how was it like at home well ako, I always thought na may difference yung internet namin so I kept refreshing my device pero sa kanila pala yun, uh, it's on their end na um, medyo malabo and it's like watch wrestling at pero after seeing like the huge ticker pagka there's a Royal Rumble countdown I always get bothered and I just, I wish na not na sa watch list. Yeah, you know, like the huge ticker, like blocking the entire thing. Like, why can't they just make it smaller? But there's like a tiny WWE logo, tops, there's a huge thing that is big enough to promote like a match, whatever. They could just use the WWE logo to block the Apple Beast logo. Uh, tsaka, if ever, uh, if they can't censor it in a way, like, oh, the way I see it is like they could have just blurred everything. Like you're watching the Japanese porn, parang ganun. Like they just blur everything. Tapos, uh, you can still he- hear anything. Okay, that's an interesting comparison, but okay, gets gets again. I I can't think of a, a other comparison, so sure. I'm sorry. I thought, you know, mom, I thought I thought your mom listened to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, uh, you shouldn't. Uh, Emil, what were you gonna say? Yung <laughs> Sticker, no. I thought at first, I know, um, may something lang, parang it's like an error. Tapos it happened again during the countdown and again. And then I realized early on, kasi nakita natin yung countdown, there's a logo of uh, Applebee's, which um, I don't think wala na dito ang Applebee's. Uh, wala na, wala na. Yeah, wala na. Wala. So, yeah, it, so, it came and it went. You know, <laughs> you know so nakakano lang, nakabother lang to see that every time, every time na may countdown. So, Again, more improvements pa siguro on on their end to deliver us the product. So yeah, it, um, I don't want to talk too much because I said client now is Disney Plus, but they had two months. Uh, well, yeah, two months, and they just gave us the bare minimum. Parang <laughs> okay, okay, you figured out how to start on time. You figured out how to to broadcast live, diba? But why haven't you still figured out yung Tagalog broadcast for one and a whole bunch of other stuff? So it's a good thing that. The price is what it is. Like it's not Netflix price, uh, almost ten dollars. So okay, but like I don't have major complaints. But yeah, I think 
if you want a better experience, you might be better off on watch wrestling right now. Ah, uh, yung sa kung ano yung kinalabasan niya during the live stream nung umaga. Yun din yung lumabas sa video on demand. So I wish yun din. Oh, is, it up? Yung... is it up already? Yeah, it's already yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. It, it ran the same. Like, nandun yung yeah. huge sticker. Nag-block pagka lumabas yung Mountain Dew logo and all Street Fighter. Sana they get like yung copy from the WWE Network somehow. Yung mga ads ba during the live, on the on demand, they're still there. Ron. Yeah, they're still there. It's still the, there. The Disney yeah, Plus it, ads. It, it, yeah. yeah, even the Disney Plus, like Super Junior. That shouldn't be. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. The ads are the ads are the ads. Like it's not a big problem. Like Shempra, we can't get the WWE ads anymore. You say it's not the network, but it is what it is. And I, for one, I think the bigger thing we need is you know, Tagalog commentary. Because Stan and Carlo are being paid to deliver Tagalog commentary, and I don't think anyone in the Philippines is hearing them. So I don't know if, if you can access the audio. If you're in in another country with the WWE network, pero as it stands, they're being paid to shout into the void, to broadcast into the void. So the unfair for them and for us. So I wish they do something about it really soon. All right. Um, before we before we go on any further, uh, we have to mention that yes, you are listening to another pick of the week or picks of the week episode. This is the third one. And again, we'll be covering the dates of January 23 to January 29. So that covers the Rumble. That covers last week's Raw. That covers last week's SmackDown and Dynamite and Rampage, which I haven't gotten around to watching yet. All right. So yeah, let's start. How it goes is we'll ask everyone in the room and everyone who is not in the room their picks of the week. And we will talk about them in a little more detailed way. So the first one, because a Hindisha wrestling uh, pick, is Chino's pick. He picks the WWE 2K23 commercial featuring John Cena, Bad Bunny, Logan Paul, and a whole bunch of other guys. But mostly John Cena because this game is centered on John Cena's career. So the story is John Cena is invisible because the meme, you can't see me. Yeah, they finally acknowledged it. And the highlight is that you get to relive John Cena's biggest L's in his career. All right, this is a quick discussion because hey, it's not much of a pick. It's what? A minute long, right? Guys, what did you think of the commercial and does it make you want to play the game, the new game? Well, ako, even if I want to, wala rin naman akong PS5 or whatever console to play it. Pero what I think of the ad is like, yun nga, it's good that they're acknowledging the Cena memes. I wouldn't say na hindi na sineseryoso ni Cena yung career niya. It's more of like uh, he has proven enough and he just want to let loose. Everything doesn't have to be serious. Kaya okay lang na ina-acknowledge na nila yung you can see me meme. Even yung five moves of doom like a couple of months back. And yeah, I kind of want to play 2K23. All I wish is ano, a PS5. Mommy, you can hear it. Uh, sa Christmas, you know what I want. Wow. Humingi <laughs> pa. When you become a dentist, uh, you, you can buy whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, for sa naman, ano, since I do have a console to play it with, the ad makes me want to play the game because they are promoting this better than they did 2K22. Meron pa lang tayong few ads, pero mas excited na ako with 2K23 than I was with 2K22. So, the ad itself was was great. And you know, sinabi na ni Rowena, uh, I love that they're finally acknowledging the Cena memes after all these years. 
I also love the celebrity cameos. mga big time yung pinuha nila dito. Eh. They had Bad Bunny, they had Logan Paul. Um, and this is only a start of, uh, I think, a promotional tour of the game. And we're gonna see even more ads. We're gonna see, I think, yung mga superstar reveals, yung mga, mga new features in the game. So the ad that they did is a good start with the promotion of the new WWE 2K game. Okay, ako naman, I was wondering when they would start promoting 2K23, but I knew that they were going to start the Rumble week, because March. Na siya. I don't play the showcase mode in 2K. Uh, I never did, because it's not really it's my like thing. Yeah, I, I'd rather watch the matches and play them. <laughs> so it wasn't much for me. Like I'm not the biggest Cena fan ever, so it does nothing for me, by the way. Yung focus on John Cena. Because... They already focused on him in 2K15, right? So he was the cover star, I think. I don't know if he was a showcase mode star there, but... He was there. Uh, he was, yeah. He was there, like, versus CM Punk. Ayan, yeah, yeah. So I would have much rather wanted someone else. But I, again, I don't play the showcase mode, so it doesn't matter much to me. Siguro, I was going to get the game anyway, because I have fallen in love with the game again over the past few weeks. So I want to see what other things are in there. But I don't need this ad to make me want to play the game. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. So, Rowan, I hope you get to play the game eventually this year because I, I know you're missing out. You, I knew you missed out on 2K22. That was yeah. a fun game. But if I come to think of it, parang, realistically speaking, parang I'm I'm not into playing video games like yung kahit yung latest. All I want is like, as long as it's fun, basta yung malaru ko lang. Kahit, uh, I only have Xbox 360. I only play with the old games like SVR 11 and all. All right. Uh, I'm still happy with it. But uh, let's talk about the uh, rewriting history with Cena's losses. Like, ang intindi ko dun is like he's, he's gonna win. He is gonna no. win those matches. Diba? You're not. Diba? So you're playing as the opponents. Aganum <laughs> ba? Yes. I, I thought, mm, I thought not, we're gonna rewrite not, history. Not paying attention. No, you're playing as the <laughs> opponents. Because in showcase mode, but you get to play as one person. You get to play their their matches, and in those matches, you presumably win all the time. Because those were the matches in which they won. So they changed the script this time. Instead of playing John Cena through a bunch of his old matches, you're playing as his opponents. Those are the matches in which he loses. Because, you know, there are matches like the Rob Van Dam match at One Night Stand 2006. Uh, Emil, do you remember the others? Um, I can't remember. The Rock at WrestleMania 28. Yeah, um, you, you uh, lost that one. Diba? The yeah. Taker match at 34. Yeah. The debut yeah, match. The, uh, the debut, yeah. And yeah, also, Angle, what else? Yeah. Um, but I think, um, oh, the SummerSlam match with Batista as well, 2008. Uh, it's going to be featured there as well. And the thing I liked about the showcase mode being yung mga talo ni Sina is because he won so much in his career. And yung mga times na siya is only really rare. Especially back then when he was Super Sina. I mean, there was a time na ano eh, hindi siya napipin for a really long time. So I like that the showcase mode will feature mo- more of his defeats side than his wins. And yung, yeah, yung kulang na lang dito is obviously CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011 and versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2013. So, hey, oh yeah, Carlito again. Uh, yeah, Carlito. In that episode of SmackDown in 2005, <laughs> or 2004. So yeah. All right. So yeah, let's move on from this talk because we've talked about the video game long enough. We'll talk about it again when it comes out. Let's move on to Emil's pick. Emil, what did you pick for from last week? 
Um, okay, so I we touched on this on the live stream last Thursday, but this is my pick of the week. Uh, it is the uh, tribute to Jay Briscoe, uh, the main event of Dynamite between Mark Briscoe versus Jay Lethal. This happened on Dynamite last week. This is the first time that Mark Briscoe made an appearance on AEW television. And it has been known for a while that the Briscoes were banned from appearing on network television by Warner, Warner Brothers Discovery because of uh, the late uh, Jay's uh, comments from a decade ago. But even though Jay has changed for the better uh, until his untimely demise, Warner Brothers were uh, still hesitant to put the Briscoes on TV as uh, recent as last, uh, last week. But looks like they have changed their stance about it and allowed Mark Briscoe to appear on Dynamite this week and on future AW shows to have a proper tri- tribute for Jay on Dynamite this week. Again, I said on the stream, Nona, it's unfortunate that it has to reach this point in order for Warner Brothers to finally allow the Briscoes to appear. Uh, na kailangan may mamatay pa before they change their minds. The match itself was really great. I mean, Mark Briscoe, we always talk about Jay Briscoe as like the better half, I guess, of the Briscoe brothers. But Mark isn't that bad. He's really good as well. And the match was hard hitting. And he really wrestled his ass off. And ano eh, parang hindi ko naman sila in-expect na ano eh, yung, yung ganun ka-intense yung magiging match nila. But I guess it's a fitting tribute as well to Jay as he's one of the most intense wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. The froggy bow spot onto the table outside was really good. They didn't really need to go balls to the walls, but that's what they did. It was fantastic. And to end this, no, I love the scene at the end where everyone in AEW who also worked in Ring of Honor during Jay's time there came out, gave their support, and also paid their tribute to Jay Briscoe. Just a wonderful main event on Dynamite. But with Memorial Shows, kasi, as much as I like watching them, I don't want memorial shows to happen very often. So oh, nobody, nobody wants people to yeah, die. <laughs> no, nobody. Yeah. Like, please, I think, I think we can all agree. Nobody wants memorial yeah. shows a lot. No, no. Yeah, please. No, no memorial shows anytime soon. But this was a good match and a good tribute to the late, great Jay Briscoe. That's right. That's right. Rowan, what do you have to say about this match before I talk about it? Uh, yun nga, uh, it's cool na niluwagan na nila yung policy and came to their senses na pay tribute to Jay Briscoe to lift the ban of the Briscoe brothers. Kaso it's too late na nga because someone has to die, just like what Emil said, para lang mangyari to. Pero I'm glad that TK had to do this. I mean, it's what the fans wanted and I bet that's what the whole roster wanted din naman eh. Uh, it's a fitting tribute. It was a, an emotional and fun match and I think Jay Briscoe is smiling up above there. Ang sana lang ang mangyari is that nothing like this would happen again. Like they would prevent someone from being featured on AEW programming just because parang for you it's it's not enough yung nagbago or whatever. Like I'm glad that they have to change their mind and niluwagan na nila yung policy. Yeah, uh, they were facing a lot of backlash from everyone because they and then you still you still hold that over their heads like um i get that you didn't want to give up your principles uh that's nice i guess but other than the fact that this person already repented they already uh said sorry a bunch of times it was accountable yeah they, they held they held themselves accountable 
And he already died. Like, are you really gonna die on that hill of not letting people pay tribute to him? Like, uh, yeah, like I said, Warner Brothers already took a lot of L's. So I don't think that this one was a good thing to take an L over. So but still fuck Warner Brothers. All right. Um on my on my uh on my part, I agree with Emil said. <laughs> I didn't expect him to go boss to the wall with this match. <laughs> like you saw Jay Lethal come in crying. So he was he was like really holding it in. <laughs> and then they proceed to have a crazy match <laughs> with the table spot. Uh, the table spot. Yeah. Jay would have been happy and proud with all of that, but if this is how people <laughs> remember the dead, I hope that nobody oh, else. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Roy. Really, I, I, uh, I don't want to tell the wrestlers to do better, but it's not. It's not that way. Parang what I imagined. I, I don't want to say sana ito yung What I imagined is like parang sobrang solemn. Like parang you know how they do Japan matches. Like puro rest holds lang. Tapos parang they just stay in the ring, diba? And then they just do the action in there. Tapos they just don't do crazy. Yeah, that is a good question, though. Like, do you think going crazy disrespects the solemnity of of uh, of a memorial match? Like, like who is to say? Like, I don't know. I I think Jay would have been okay with this, like as a way to remember him. But who are we to say uh, they should have wrestled properly, quote unquote, right? <laughs> because they're they're remembering someone who passed away. But we have to remember that this guy who passed away was a crazy ass wrestler. Yeah, so bagay. Makes sense. So I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Okay, din, okay, lang din yun. Because the Briscoes were. I mean, they're really good wrestlers, but they were more known for brawls, for yung mga may stipulation of matches like uh, ladder matches, uh, hardcore matches. Hell, their final match was a dog collar match. So yeah. para sa akin, ano yun? lang yun eh. Like I didn't expect them to go there, but I, at the same time. That's what they were known for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's crazy. But uh, Mark Briscoe was upbeat because according to someone, I can't remember who, he saw the incident as a reminder that life is short. Be happy. Be grateful for everyone you got. Be grateful for the life you got. So, he did it all for love. He did it all out of love. So, uh, <laughs> that's what you could expect when somebody somebody passes away. They go do a crazy main event. One more thing, though. Um, this was the most invested I I was in Jay Lethal, especially post his controversy uh, in hashtag Me Too. So it's unfortunate that it took someone dying for me to be invested in the Jay Lethal match. So I don't know where this goes, where he goes from here, because he's obviously still a heel with Jeff Jarrett and the rest. But it was good. It was. Um, I felt for him in that moment. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, me too. Because he was really crying on his way to the ring. And you know, the crazy thing about that match is at the beginning of the match, both were crying. They were consoling one another. And then after the commercial break, they were chopping the living hell out of each other. So, yeah. Um, Jay Lethal really did great in that match. And also props for him pulling double duty that day because on Rampage, he also wrestled. So... Yeah, um, respect to Jay Lethal for, for that. Yeah. Rowan, any last words about Jay Lethal? You know, props to him that he was actually able to wrestle despite having those emotions. Because, I mean, for sure, if you guys meet backstage and Siguro uh, ride on the road together, you would be filled with emotions, overflowing emotions. 
if I was a wrestler and I was assigned to wrestle during that night, I wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. I would. Ref- yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Memorial shows, you're not required to wrestle if you're not in the right emotional state. So I guess kudos um for to Jay Lethal for pushing through and giving us a crazy match. <laughs> so that was pretty cool of him, I guess. All right. Before we move on to our next three picks, let's cut a break and hear from our fellow podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, we're back with our picks of the week for the past um, week, which is January 23 to January 29. All right, let's proceed to yesterday's big event, which is the Royal Rumble. Let's start with uh, Rowan's pick from last week. What is your pick? So my pick would be specifically the Men's Royal Rumble closing moment. So that would be Cody versus Gunther na lang. Yun yung pinaka-highlight of the night for me. Also a highlight of the match. So Cody went all out and had a number one entry performance despite entering at number 30. Because usually, diba, when you enter at number 30, saglit lang yung performance mo. Usually, uh, less than 10 minutes, diba? Pero he actually spent 15 minutes in the ring with Gunther. Kakabalik niya lang from injury. No, he spent like 7 minutes, uh, 8 minutes in the ring in the final moment. So he's, I guess he spent like 15 minutes after coming in at number 30. But yeah, in, in closing did. moments, which is Cody versus Gunther, that was like 7 minutes. I, I, I know this because I was clipping the match or that, that sequence, Kanina. Okay. But yeah, the last time a winner entering at number 30 spent the longest time in the ring was The Undertaker with 13 minutes lang. Pero... Parang nag, again, he went all out. Kakagaling niya sa injury, tapos puro chops pa ni Gunther yung nakuha niya. Seeing Cody in WWE, tapos he's performing New Japan style. He's performing the way he performed in AEW. It's still unbelievable to me that he's doing that in the WWE. He took a lot of damages, again, like I mentioned, on his surgically repaired pack by receiving multiple chops from Gunther. Gunther, on the other hand, he has etched his name in history. He just beat Rey Mysterio's 2006 record na yung longest time spent in the Rumble. And I'm glad he's having a great run right now kasi I remember last year, nag-worry tayo kasi when he started this name change from Walter to Gunther. Akala natin he will be buried. But actually, he's still Walter. Nag-iba lang yung pangalan niya. To close this, 
I honestly think this is a performance of a lifetime for both men. And thank God we had a better Rumble match than last year. Yeah, I'll talk about um we'll talk about the big picture, the big uh creative picture regarding this choice. It's a good on Thursday, but before I talk about that particular stretch itself, Emil, what do you have to say about Rowan's pick? I like the final two going at it for minutes because it's like a match within a match. And the last time I remember seeing the final two going as long as they did was Undertaker Shawn Michaels at the 2007 Royal Rumble. So that was really good. And I remember during our watch stream, Natawako Sama comments were regarding like Cody is this brave hero, but he's gonna enter at number 30. Because usually got number 30, they're, they're the only in the ring for how many minutes? Because they they're the last entrant, and usually when the last entrant enters, continue na lang yung master ring. But I like that how he, even though he entered at number thirty, he still had to work for winning the match, and he really did against the Iron Man of the match was Gunter, and I think I called Gunter being the Iron Man as soon as he entered the match. I thought when he entered as number one. He's going to be the Iron Man of this match. And I didn't expect him really to be in the final two, but I'm glad he did because it reestablishes him as like Young Fate Ko was reassured that he's going to be fine in the main roster. So kudos to both Cody and Gunther. And actually, I'm looking forward to seeing a potential one on one match between them uh, in the future. Yeah. So, um, nung sila na yung ano, nung natira. After Cody eliminated Logan Paul. Like, can you imagine Logan Paul being part of the final three <laughs> in that match? But when that happened, I predicted that they were gonna go another 30 minutes because <laughs> it is Triple H and he wants he wants more wrestling. And this is Buntha, so he can go that long. But then they kind of went in yeah, seven to eight minutes, and it was fun. They had themselves a short TV match. To end the rumble. And we've never seen that before. As Rowan said, um, when you are number 30 and then you're like the final two in the match, it usually is uh, a quick path to the end from there. We saw that Kanina uh, uh, later in the night with the Women's Royal Rumble. Like the last two eliminations came pretty quick. And I feel like they did do this to not only legitimize Cody as having earned his win, even though he came in at the very last spot. It also legitimized Gunther as a real final boss to reckon with. Because his elimination didn't come easy. Cody's win didn't come easy. He had to go through the ring general, who even though he, uh, he had spent like an hour and five minutes till that point, was still fresh enough to give him a real fight. So that, that was pretty awesome for them to do for Gunta. And goes to show that Gunta will be a huge, huge force. Maybe in a year's time, maybe in half a year's time, but he will be a bigger deal than he is now because uh, he is putting in the work. He is proving himself to be one of the best that they've got right now. And Shempre suck at Vince for not seeing that in him before all of this. So if anything... Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, Rowan, what? Sorry. Uh, do you think a Royal Rumble match would still be great even if there are no surprise entrants? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I will save that for our discussion on Thursday. I don't know if you'll be there, but I was actually thinking about this after I heard some discussions on other podcasts about this. And yeah, I want to save Jung creative direction overall of the Rumble 
for when we talk about it on the stream. So I know you won't be there, but just <laughs> just um, just listen in when you can. All right. And yeah. Um. If anything, the one of the reasons I don't want Vince back is because he's gonna derail the push of some of these guys that Triple H is pushing now, like Gunther. Uh, Emil, you got anything else to say about this? Ah, uh, wala na. Uh, yung sagot ko sa tanong ni Rowan, I will also reserve that for the live stream on Thursday. Yeah, that's a good call. All right, let's proceed to our last two picks from myself and Stan, but we'll condense them into one because they're part of the same story. The first part, Shempre, is the trial of Sami Zayn from last Monday's Raw. So he has his thoughts about this. So as you all know by now, there was a lot of top-notch acting from everyone involved. Roman Reigns, Shempre, Paul Heyman, Sami Zayn himself, and Jey Uso really putting in some great acting. It was also reinforced by the effort from the creative and production team. They wrote a really good story and they really scoured, they combed the footage from the past half year, I believe. They found the little things, the little details of Sammy um, acting weird or behaving against the welfare of the bloodline, against Roman Reigns. So those little details, I don't know if they were planned, but from your moment, from those times, but if they were, that was some crazy long-term storytelling. I know you guys talked about this last Thursday on the stream, right? And I just want, I wasn't there. So I wanted to reiterate how crazy it was for them to bring up those little details because Vince would have never done that, you know? Vince would have never respected those little details. And uh, maybe Paul Heyman would have, but I don't know if he was going to let the bloodline go that deep into their lore. So that was really, really awesome. And I like that there was some really, really great storytelling involved here. And in Shempre, everything set up what happens at the Royal Rumble after this. So we move on to my pick, which is Sami Zayn defying Roman Reigns after the main event at the Royal Rumble yesterday. And that was the real main event, actually, if you think about it. Like Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, that was just a setup for the real main event. The real main event really was the development, the the final test, the major development between Sami Zayn and the bloodline. And I don't know about you guys, but I knew that we weren't going to sign off from San Antonio without something big happening. Did you guys feel the same thing? Yes. Yes, then. Because I had a feeling the not the ano not the real main event which is the final test ang naisip ko during the final test is someone would come out certain electrifying man would come out which is see the rock pero it didn't happen and it doesn't need to happen pero what happened is actually better than what i expected to happen so yun nga during the match though i can see the emotion of sammy he's confused parang Mas siya whenever KO would kick out, he would be like, yay, pero pagka nakita niya si Roman titingin sa kanya, he was like, oh my God, bakit siya nag-kick out? Like, I really love those details, like those tiny details and yung emotion ni Sami Zayn, yung facial expression niya is like one of the important things in this drama. And then eventually at the end, yung si Jey Uso, he's not picking anyone and he just left. This is an incredible drama. Hindi ko alam kung ano in the following weeks. Pero this is really interesting. If Jay is leaving the bloodline, 
paano na kaya yung tag team titles? Yun yung iniisip ko. And lalo na for Roman Reigns leaving Sami Zayn or like Sami Zayn uh, potentially being kicked out now. How's the state of the bloodline now as uh, a whole? F- I'm actually not done talking about this. I just wanted to ask you if you thought uh, we weren't going to end the show without anything big happening. So, uh, Emil, before I talk about this, what, did you feel the same way? Yes, as soon as the order of the card was revealed uh, before the pay-per-view, I immediately knew that they're saving something for the main event. I don't know what that is. I don't know what will happen, who will come out. But the fact that they had the Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and the show, dun palang naisip ko, oh, something big will happen. And ganun din, yung inisip ko, una, baka lalabas si Dwayne, lalabas si The Rock. But thank God he didn't because it would have completely changed the storyline and hindi na kay Sami yung focus but on The Rock, which yeah. I don't want it to happen because the storyline has been brewing for Sami and Roman, not The Rock okay, and, okay. and Roman. Let me cut you off right there because we'll ta- again, we'll talk about all the creative implications of this event, this incident, and whatever happens on Raw on Thursday. So uh, going back to what I was saying about the pick, I wasn't finished talking about the pick. So I picked this because it was so good drama. Like, it was so well done. From the match itself where uh, Sammy was hesitating, giving Roman the chair, to the post-match. So the post-match is, again, the real main event. Everybody acted their roles perfectly, you know. Everyone from Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens just had to lie there anyway. To Roman Reigns, um, to Jay Uso, who gave an impassioned performance, being heartbroken at Sammy's decision to defy, not betray, defy Roman Reigns. Sammy and Roman are also top-notch actors. We didn't realize that I didn't realize that Sammy would be such a great actor from all of this. Right? I knew Roman was good in his new role as a tribal chief, but Sammy is such a revelation. I think. I know he's been putting together all these little details for a while now, but this one really took the cake. I know people are going to say it's a low bar because it's wrestling and they're not really acting. They're not really actors. They're not professional actors. Um, it's not a serious drama show na worthy of an Emmy. But I think these guys, all of these guys had chops. Like, walang palya yung acting nila, diba? Somebody could have fucked up a line or a move or a blocking somewhere, but nobody did. Um, it was executed perfectly as though they were acting for most of their lives. You know, it was pretty awesome. If Sammy and Roman and Jay even want to go for Hollywood after their wrestling careers, I think they would have a real <laughs> shot. No, I think they really would. Yep. yep. Uh, they, they are that good. And... That's a big part of why I think we were all invested in it because they committed to the bit. They committed to the scene so, so well. And if they were not as committed to it, I think you could tell. I think everyone could tell. And it would ruin the entire atmosphere of what they were going for. So, yun palang ang, ang ganda. And then the other part of why we are so invested in it is because the story is so easy to understand. Their acting really brought the story up. 
And it resulted in a well-told story that everyone could understand. You could understand the themes. You could understand the relationships. Um, separate more for us because we follow the bloodline story from 2020. We know the relationship between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. We know the relationship between Roman Reigns and Jay Uso, and then Jay and Sami, and then Roman and Jay. Uh, Roman and yeah, Roman and Jay. A whole bunch of these things, and it all paid off for us. Because we understood that Sammy was uncomfortable at the extended beatdown of Kevin Owens. We understood that Roman had war flashbacks from getting hit in the chair, hit in the back with a chair. We understood that Jay also had war flashbacks over how Roman treated him at the very beginning of the bloodline. So all of this tied together and landed perfectly for this big development in the story. And it's really just the peak of pro wrestling storytelling. When I saw a tweet that said, when wrestling, it's good. It's really good. And this is really, really good. And I think more than ever, I think this is why we fans are invested in the story because it's drama told well. And we like it when the drama is told well a lot more than when the simulation of combat sports is really good. Like, okay, anyone can have a nice fight. Anyone can have a well-executed fight. But not everyone can pull off a heartstring-tugging performance like that. So... I don't know what is going to happen from here. And that's a topic we'll tackle when we talk, when we go on live stream next Thursday. But in this moment alone, this pick alone, it was really chef's kiss. Yeah. So uh, that's me pouring my heart out over this segment. <laughs> and I want to know what you guys think. So, bang, ano, so, bang, nadadala talaga ako sa storyline na to. And just off topic, I think the last time I was like this super invested in something that I watch that I see on TV is yung ano pa yung Aldab sorry <laughs> yung Aldab forever kapale no because it's it's the same it's live it's anything can happen parang ganon din eh ganon yung sobrang in the feels talaga yung for me yung storyline eh. and uh, again kudos to everyone because everyone did their jobs really well. And not just Roman and Sammy, but also everyone involved. But this is solo. Like he did his little part really well. Was even though yung role lang niya is to be the enforcer and to beat up whoever Roman told him to beat up. Ganon din solid din yung execute nila. Ng lahat ng ginagawa nila. And again, man, whew. kudos to everyone involved. What a great segment to end the rumble. Yeah, diba? Ako naman, I think this is like. The modern day, I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Pero, kasi yung nangyari, nangyari like, during the closing parts of Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair, parang, it suggests that it's has some sort of realism there. So, parang, yun yung naramdaman ko for this one. Even if we know this is all scripted. Parang, even though it's kind of silly, if you're gonna look at it. Uh, silly in a sense na, uh, you know, it's fake, pero you would still have your emotions through it. Parang, nararamdaman mo yung nararamdaman nilang lahat yung role nila parang uh, ano talaga eh like stuck to your heart or you would feel like you were there that's the easiest way i can say it and parang it's very well executed was rehearsed very well if not if, if it wasn't rehearsed that's even better that's actually like an oscar nominee for sure i think the problem why 
a lot of us are kind of ashamed to say that we like wrestling or that we are moved by wrestling is because a lot of the times the acting is just cheesy and corny, diba. It's bad, almost like porn levels of bad, diba. But slightly above that, if you know what I'm talking about, right? But on school place, gun. Yeah. No, well, yeah. I don't. I don't know about that because I can't. I can't rate school theater. Uh, I guess Rowan, you can because you're a theater kid. But I wouldn't know. But the thing is, we don't always have these good performances to be proud of. You know. I think a lot of the stereotype surrounding wrestling drama is that oh, it's a bunch of guys screaming and shouting at each other for silly reasons. Like he wants a championship belt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But there have been few good stories like this to really be proud of and say, this is the kind of thing we watch. Because you can be proud of being moved at another TV show like, I don't know, The Walking Dead or The Last of Us or a rom-com like How I Met Your Mother or Gilmore Girls in Emil's case. Um, <laughs> but you don't always get to say that for wrestling until now. So kudos to everyone involved in this for turning in a really great scene in that moment. Um, I don't know, especially in other moments there, like the trial of Sami Zayn, the Uzi segment, Roman's uh, scenes before, scenes that I I think Roman has been a home run this entire tribal chief run. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. And I think the more this goes on and the more Triple H stays as the chief content officer, I think the more of this we can expect. I just wish that it extends to a lot of the other stories as well. Because you can tell that the most effort is being given to the main event, to Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. They deserve it, yes, but they also get the most time. But anyway, that's a, that's another topic for another time. Um, anything else you guys want uh, to say? Hey, Emil, what you got? Like when people were saying a few years ago that Roman Reigns would be much better as a heel, I don't think there was anyone who expected like this levels of healness. Yung siguro kala ng malamit tao that that the best heel Roman would be yung silent, the badass, and so on. But they, I don't think there was anyone who saw this level of greatness of him as a heel when they were saying that they think Roman would be better as a heel when he was, you know, being forced down as a baby face from years ago. So you're not. I just wanted to say that, that that thought of mine. All right. Rowan, what you got? You got anything else? I got to agree with what Emil said because I was one of those people who thought, my God, the heel turns to Roman. It's just going to be the same baby face Roman na binubulang. Pero he would just do heel tactics. Parang ganun. But it was really unexpected that he would go overboard uh, with what was assigned to him, Siguro. The way I see it is that parang, he's like Goku in wrestling. He's just undefeated and all. Parang, kahit sino pa magpatumba sa niya, he, he wouldn't let that happen. And when it comes to the drama, parang feeling ko, he, he's receiving tips from The Rock talaga. Uh, I wouldn't even be surprised if that Bloodline segment close the rumble. I got something to say about this. The Rock does not understand this kind of drama. Like, I think yeah. the closest thing he has to this kind of thing is his character from Ballers. I don't know if Emil saw that. Uh, that was like the close, the heaviest thing he's done. But otherwise, Roman has him beat. On all of this, he, The Rock was never like this when he was a wrestler. His 
stories were over the top comedy. Uh, his execution was over the top comedy. So calling The Rock responsible for all of this is a stretch, I would say. All right. To be fair, okay, gets, gets, gets go. To be fair, looking at his career, parang mas more on suave lang yung gimmick niya. Parang masyado siyang presko, ganun. So parang he, it doesn't reflect if yun na nga, kung magbibigay siya ng tips kay Roman. So yeah, uh, mali yung nasabi ko dun. Pero yeah. No, it's fine. Kaya nga din, ano eh. Siguro with just to serve it on Thursday. But kaya nga, I don't think it would have fit this storyline if he was the one if he, he was the one who is in the storyline rather than Sami Zayn. So, it's a good call. Just a good call for yeah, we'll, we'll We'll talk about The Rock a little more again on Thursday. Because, yeah, it's part of the overall creative direction. So, for this, we'll just talk about the actual... Well, we were just talking about the actual segment itself. All right. I think we've said all we can say about this for now. We'll delve deep a little more into this into the whys and hows it happened the what's next on Thursday sorry Rowan you, you can't get to be with us but podcast network Asia alright that is our picks of the week for January 23 to 29 this Thursday we will be recording live from the PNA studios the brand new PNA studios and we'll finally meet face to face with our graphic on the wall and it's gonna be fun uh, we'll talk about the rumble fallout what everything means what how WWE will go from here and what Wrestlemania is looking like right leave your picks of the week at the Facebook post when we post this on the Facebook page but until then you can reach us all on Twitter I am at Roizwar Emil is at at E-M-L underscore Meister, M-E-I-S-T-E-R. Rowan is at Monday Night Rowan, Monday N-I-T-E Rowan. And Stan is at underscore Stan C. And Chino is at underscore Chino Supersize. And the podcast is at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and TikTok. Right. See you then. Have a good one. Stay safe. Always wear your seatbelts. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.